0: all right north central infuse it is may this year is flying by it feels like although we are a little bit early filming this today so (laughs) may 2019 uh today's on this month's podcast we will have our uh, right-of-way clearance uh What's the... Coordinator. Uh, coordinator. coordinator. Yeah. Uh, Jared Rumpfeld, he's going to talk to you about uh, some tips for growing plants, uh, especially when it comes to around power lines. Uh, so we, that's always important, and we will be uh, discussing more with fiber, and uh, it's Electrical Safety Month. That's correct. Oh, correct. All right. So, uh, as, again, we are, uh, as usual, we are joined by our CEO, Kevin Doddridge. Hello. Our sa- uh, Director of Safety and Loss Control, J.D. Cox. Hello. And our director of marketing and Mac- economic development, Michael Bellapani.
1: Thank you. All right. So, what are we starting with? We want to talk about community stuff or? Yeah, events? we can go through uh, the, the calendar. And we like to do this each month just to kind of keep everybody informed about community happenings, um, uh, events that North Central sponsors and promotes, and uh, just kind of get that out in the forefront for everybody uh, to help some of our organizations. Um, and this uh, podcast will probably post before, so hopefully, we'll catch some people for this but the countywide earth day celebration is going to be on saturday uh april 27th from 8 to 1 and that's going to be around the square in hernando uh farmers market kicks off if the weather cooperates i think they have a 5k and mm-hmm. uh, we'll be out there with the demonstration trade great, event. great yeah, event a very fun time uh, to bring out the family uh, the entire square will have uh, booths around it and uh, folks talking about earth day topics uh, and then you can get some great food at the uh, farmers market
2: elections going on so I'm sure there'll be lots of people shaking hands and there will be, be. That's nature that's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Tis, tis the season tis the season you think <laughs> um,
1: and I wanted to tell you all about another event great event that uh, North Central is proud to sponsor and that's the Junior Auxiliary of DeSoto County's Day at the Derby and that's gonna be May 4th at the gin in Nesbitt uh, it'll be a your traditional derby party where where you have got Ladies and hats and fascinators. I learned what a fascinator was this week, by the way.
3: You better tell everybody because so I don't know either. Apparently, it's a
1: hat that you that you pin in your hair. Uh, I don't know if you'd be considered a hat, but it's more like a, 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 an accessory. We'll just call it <laughs> so that. So all those years of you wearing sun
0: hats and stuff like that, you didn't know what a fascinator was. Right? Never knew it.
1: <laughs> but now I do. Now I do. Uh, but if you want more information about this uh, fundraiser, this event will be a fun event, and and the proceeds go to benefit the children of DeSoto County. Uh, mm-hmm. Go to JADesoto.Gives. Um, and uh, in addition to that we 've got some other community events. Uh, the DeSoto Economic Development Council is having their annual salute to industry golf tournament, which is probably one of the bigger golf tournaments of the year that 'll be uh, May ninth at Cherokee Valley, and proceeds of that uh, golf tournament go to benefit the DeSoto County Foundation for Excellence in Education, which is a wonderful program that provides teacher grants uh, for our area schools and some fantastic projects come out of that, programs. If you want more information on that golf tournament, how to play or how to sponsor, call the DeSoto Council at uh, 662-429-4414 or you can email Susan Fernandez at sfernandez at DeSotoCounty.com um, and on May 13th uh, that's the Lions Club Tournament that mm-hmm. is benefiting both Olive Branch and the Bahia Lions Clubs. Uh, that'll be at Olive Branch Country Club and if you want more information on that tournament you can dial 662-895-6525 for the Pro Shop at the Country Club and they'll direct you on how to sign up for that or sponsor. Uh, and lastly, uh, not lastly, We've got uh, the James uh, Lunsford Memorial Golf Tournament, that's the Olive Branch Chamber Tournament. was uh, uh, unfortunately rained out today, the day we were taping this, so we've got a rain out date of May 20th. Um, That's going to be at Olive Branch Country Club. Uh, You can call the chamber at 662-895-2600 or go to obms.us to find out how to play or sponsor uh, that tournament. Great uh, event uh, that will be on May 20th this year. And just to kind of fill everybody else in, you'll see in the Today in Mississippi that's coming up North Central has awarded our annual scholarships and we give away uh, $1,000 scholarships to graduating seniors uh, deserving graduating seniors in our service territory and uh, just be on the lookout for the Today in Mississippi because we'll have features of each of those students we gave away eight scholarships this year so it's fantastic always a good time to be able to go to the senior award ceremonies and present those scholarships Mm And just to kind of give everybody a reminder, we alluded to the fact that it is election season. So um, voter registration is extremely important. Um, I'm not excited to say this but DeSoto County, Marshall County tend to have a poor voter turnout so we want to make sure that uh, folks are registered. Uh, if you've moved, update your registration. Uh, the Department of Public Safety offices or the DMV you can go and update your uh, driver's license information there and that updates your voter registration. But you need to be registered um, by, I believe, July 1st uh, is the deadline for voter registration for the August 6th primary. And to get more information on that, you can actually go to the circuit clerk's office, fill out the paperwork, uh, or download the uh, uh, registration form to send in at the Secretary of State's website, which is sos.ms.gov and North Central is always involved in the election process so we're looking for ways to to be able to help facilitate voter registration um, currently in talks with the Secretary of State's office and also our circuit clerk's office to see if maybe we can help organize some voter registrations uh, uh, either in schools or in our offices and just really promote that so mm-hmm. but we've got an August 6th primary coming up uh, statewide offices are up for reelection uh, as well as many county offices so okay and so we have some updates on uh, fiber and broadband internet yep a lot of things
3: going on um, I guess first and foremost today is lineman appreciation days you'll uh, you'll see a lot of different organizations uh, different utilities celebrate lineman appreciation day on different days uh, at North Central you have lineman appreciation day you have administrative assistance day so we kinda roll them all into one we'll celebrate next week Uh, employee appreciation as a whole but today nationwide we do salute our line workers Um, as I always tell people they knew what the job was when they took it that's the reason they wanted it but sometimes they do still get called beyond uh, the call of duty like last weekend like last weekend (laughs) and potentially this afternoon and not only are they watching the weather and responding to those emergencies that we have in the north central service area if we are fortunate like we often are miss the bad weather and maybe they get it in the central part of the state or somewhere else we are anxious to go help them as well mm-hmm. they work in very difficult conditions uh, with work with high voltage weather conditions being away from home so we certainly appreciate the job that they do the more that we I uh, try to tell people that electricity is something that's necessary, uh, then, then there's a certain amount of accountability that falls upon us to make sure that it's still going. So we appreciate the linemen and all they do to do that. I didn't talk about fiber much last month because I tell people we're in a very boring period of study and administrative type matters but to kind of set a timeline for some of those people that are concerned that um, our discussion and, and research into fiber has taken a long time. Um, it's going to take a while. This is something that you, you just don't jump into a $80 million project but uh, next week we will review our second and hopefully our last economic feasibility study. It's a study that's going to tell us just what I said. Is it economically feasible that we install fiber throughout our system and try to get into the high-speed internet business? Uh, When that is complete, we will internally try to put together a business plan. If it's economically feasible, then how do we intend to do this? Um, Once we form that plan, something that we as a staff are comfortable with, then we'll go to our board of directors. They'll kind of give us the yay or nay on that. The next process is we're going to have to go to our membership. We'll have to actually have a membership meeting. Whether it coincides with the annual meeting in October, I don't know. depends on how the timing of all the rest of this kind of of plays out. But our membership will have to vote to allow us to change our articles of incorporation to allow us to form a fiber uh, subsidiary. Um, if we can get that done, then we're going to have to select an engineering consultant to do the design, decide how we're going to do the build out, and then start executing the plan. So, for those of us that we talked a lot about, we were going to Jackson, we we're getting the fiber bill passed, we did it quickly. I try to tell them to be patient, I'm still going to tell them to be patient. Uh, it's just a lot of steps that you have to do to form a corporation to move into a certain market and get this accomplished so we're gonna, we're gonna make sure that we move deliberately we don't want to risk any you know loss to our members uh, make sure that we take a good objective conservative approach to how we're going to do this so we're going to move in a sound deliberate fashion. Um, I mentioned that you know we got all this accomplished in Jackson I spent a lot of time in Jackson primarily on that. Uh, This is a time of year when myself and some of the staff, we go up to Washington. There are misnomers about people going to D.C. and to Jackson. I guess the misnomer is you're always going asking for money. Uh, The electric co-ops rarely go asking for money, uh, and that's not on our agenda this year. Some things that we're going to discuss though are uh, there are concerns that through some recent IRS changes made in the budget that electric co-ops may lose some tax exemptions. By that I mean uh, those FEMA funds that we get when we get uh, partially reimbursed for natural disasters uh, that could be treated as some other grant and it could be taxable. Uh, There's six hundred million dollars in money from the uh, federal government to help with broadband if we qualified and access some of that money and to be very plain spoken that's not money that we've asked for it's there if someone's gonna get it we may as well apply for it but we don't want to be taxed on it uh, and right now the code doesn't completely give us uh, relief in that area uh, most electric cooperatives had have, have good retirement plans uh, we are known what's called a multi-employer type plan uh, North Central is not a standalone co-op when it comes to retirement plans and we want to make sure that we're not paying excessively high insurance premiums on this retirement plan much like other plans would be. That's really not right and cost our employees a certain amount of money. Also something that's been coming up uh, in the last several years is the uh, the present administration uh, is exploring selling off certain public power assets. The one that affects us is the TVA transmission system. Uh, if you have any knowledge of TVA, you'll know that TVA does not take an appropriation at all from the federal government. It is a completely standalone, self-sufficient authority. They generate power, they transmit power, we purchase it from them and then we sell it to the retail consumer. If they were to sell the transmission assets, I think you can see pretty quick their ability to produce and power would will, will be greatly compromised the ratepayers in the Tennessee Valley built that transmission system if the federal government were to sell that transmission system then the money would go strictly to the coffers of the Treasury which we do not think is right Um, so that is something that has not really even come close to passing but it comes up every year so if it comes up every year you need to address it every year
0: all right uh, and then also as we head into may it is electrical
2: safety month
0: correct absolutely so what do you have
2: for us got a couple things uh with national electric safety month and especially that it being the spring time of the year and all these things coming together at the same time just want to make sure that we constantly remind our members um uh, if a storm comes through and there are any power lines down or lines that you do not know what they are give us a call um stay away from them let us come out there i think there was a couple of videos out this week uh showing um what power lines on the ground that are mistaken what did you share on Facebook was uh, that are mistaken for being de-energized I mean, just
3: go, if you don't know you don't know
2: that's exactly right so treat all as a matter of fact treat all lines on the ground as, as though they are energized Call the experts. Uh, don't take that responsibility on yourself. Uh, let us come out and check it out. And and also, um, you know, home safety. Uh, it's a during the spring time is a is a great time to do a check around the house and uh, just make sure that any improvements that you make to the uh, electric infrastructure in your house is done by a professional somebody that knows what they're doing and make sure you have those protection protective devices in the house small children things of that nature and uh, also uh, with all the uh, home improvements people are out working in the yard uh, doing a lot of digging planting trees and flowers and things of that nature Uh, this is also national safe digging month so make sure if you're going to do any uh digging in your front yard if it's a, more than 12 inches deep be sure to call 811 uh, because you certainly do not if
3: i'm digging more than a foot in my yard i'm calling someone else
2: <laughs> <laughs> well what uh, what gets us that's more a than, long ways yes yeah, sir but what gets us more than anything is people <clears throat> installing new fences and um, they're digging down for the post, for the fences, and they don't get a locate. And then uh, not only can that affect the power to their house and affect their safety, it could also affect the power to their neighbors and possibly their neighborhood. So uh, please, if you're going to do any kind of digging like that, just be sure to get a call into mississippi 811 get a good locate number and that way we can be safe and not
1: cause uh, any undue outages on our members yeah and as tempting as it is to want to hide that green box in your front yard with some new plants don't do it don't do it
2: <laughs> well you got to think about it if uh, you, in, in a neighborhood where it's an underground subdivision if everybody in the subdivision plants shrubs and trees Uh, around the electrical boxes the transformers Mm -hmm. Um, if there is an outage and our servicemen need to access those transformers it's just adding time to the outage Mm Um, so and it's know.
3: disruptive and of course if you took time to plant those things you don't want them disturbed absolutely and I'm, I'm really uh, confident Jared will get into this later oh, yeah. with his discussion but you know the I've had people question me at times asking about our role and coming on someone else's property and I have to say well you know as long as North Central has property on your property we need to be able to access it and maintain it mm-hmm. and that benefits not just you but everybody mm-hmm. else in our service area
0: and that number to call, if you uh, going back to the uh, down power lines, that number to call is 1-800-325-8925. Uh, Contact mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Talk to one of our CSRs, and they will uh, be glad to get, get you helped out. And, and we, we, we try to respond pretty quick. As some, a lot of people saw this weekend, you know, the storms that were coming through here. And it seems like it's rained every weekend in April at this point. You, you guys had a rain-out day for a golf tournament that's being rescheduled. I've had a rain-out day for a couple of events in my personal life, and mm-hmm. I'm hoping that next weekend it doesn't rain. So.
2: Uh, also, don't forget just about one of the campaigns that we're going to have during National Electric Safety Month. There's really... Uh, just educating our members uh, about uh, trimming trees Mm -hmm. putting those aluminum tall aluminum ladders up in the trees and and trimming trees and things of that nature Um, anytime a tree is around a utility line please call our right-of-way coordinator Mm -hmm. let him come out take a look at it um, because you just aluminum ladders a tall aluminum ladders uh, and utility lines do not mix. Yeah, that's
0: our uh, billboard campaign for the next few months too. uh, (laughs) Absolutely. You'll get to see that on uh, Highway 78 um, is our new billboard and it shows what happens when you mix a tree, a power line and aluminum
1: ladders. Absolutely so
0: don't try this at home. Alright, is there
1: anything else? Yeah, I might want to mention this, and, and this is something we'll start communicating over the next several months, but we're about to undergo some meter changeouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've contracted with a company called Annexter, uh to upgrade some of the uh, automated metering sy- uh, systems that we put out there, what, eight, nine years ago?
3: right as technology changes yeah. you have to make a change with them and uh, it's it's time that we start changing out our residential and commercial meters um, so we try to on our website, website pardon me, uh, and through social media update on where we're going to be um, the thing to remember is these people that are changing out these meters they're professionals. They're going to come on your property. They're going to try to make a quick change out. Uh, there's no reason for them to come in your home. So we'll also make sure that we're giving you good uh, information on uh, what these trucks look like, what the people who come in your yard, what identification they should have, and just remind you for, for no reason should they be asking to come in your home. A lot of times you'll have scammers and people try to take advantage when we take on a large project like that, and, and we'll try to provide enough information where we can avoid that. Yeah. And and that and we, and
2: when in doubt, just a 30 second phone call can yeah. clear everybody. If you have any suspicions whatsoever, uh, call in and we can certainly clear that up as to whether they should be on your property or not uh, for North Central. And we won't be
0: calling you uh, with the only, we do automated calls for planned outages and uh, our right-of-way clearances, but we, we, don't, we don't call to collect money or send somebody right. over and, and that kind of stuff. So call us if you have any questions. That number again, 800-325, uh, eight, sorry, 800
2: Easy for you, son. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> so uh, that's gonna be it. We're gonna take a quick break and be back with our right-of-way clearance coordinator, Jerry Rumfeld from North Central.
3: Be sure to follow North Central Electric Power Association on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. As always, you can visit us at www.northcentralepa.com.
0: All right, we are back. North Central Infused, this is our May podcast, and we are joined uh, this afternoon by our right-of-way clearance coordinator, Jared Rumfeldt. How's it going, guys? <laughs> you guys, you got to talk on a podcast. I'm okay. sorry. So, it's okay. No, um, so we're going to be talking about how it's getting, you know, get, getting warmer and what things that people need to consider when they are starting to, you know, go and garden outside. But first, let's let's talk about you
4: and talk about what you do here at North Central so what is what do you do on a daily basis i make sure everybody has safe reliable or sustainable energy so i'm basically in the energy delivery business is what i like to tell people i am my job is basically to make sure that uh you know the lights stay on when the wind starts blowing and in regards to that it's mowing it's tree trimming it's basically creating access for our tree crews and on top of that so safety access and sustainability is what I try to relate to our members on that. He's reading this without a criticism. Yeah, it. so
1: <laughs> that's right. Well nobody likes it when, when we have to come and trim their trees and um, why don't you explain a little bit on why we do that and why we invest uh, a good amount of money each uh, each year on right-of-way maintenance.
4: It's... it's. <sighs> well I say it's probably the biggest preventative uh, maintenance program that you can have Uh, trees I, i think and and statistics will show that i believe that trees are one of the most um or if not the leading cause of of electrical outages so it's extremely important to have a good vegetation management program which I feel like we're doing here and we're building one we're on about a six-year trim plan right now so if you don't see us coming or haven't seen us coming you're probably going to see us in the next you know mm-hmm. four to five years uh, we started an olive branch last year um, I know some of our members ha- have made comments that you know now when the wind blows uh, when they were having some issues with with reliability now their p- the power is staying on, so that's probably the biggest thing I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it also allows our, our right-of-way inspector and our line crews to restore those uh, processes and just improve those those processes. So, from inspection, after we clear a right-of-way, they're able to in- inspect our infrastructure. Uh, if a uh, line crew goes out, you know they're able to look down the right-of-way mm-hmm. and make sure that it, it, it's safe and clear. And, and I that that's. Uh, a big a big question that a lot of our members have is, well, the trees aren't in the power lines yet or these shrubs were kind of a, you know, privacy between us and our neighbors or, or us and a business and stuff. It it's becomes a safety issue, too, at that point. We want to be able to maintain our rightways, like I said, so we can look down. You know, our, our line crews in the middle of the night are not digging through brushes and, and mm-hmm. everything else. We're, we're able to restore that power that much faster by having easy access to our infrastructure. Good. Okay. So, what is, what, what's the
0: rule for when you, you trim, you go out to somebody's house, you, you trim the trees
4: and stuff like that. How far away does it need to be from a power line to be considered safe? Uh, Our our policy is 10 foot from the outside phase. So on single phase, it's about 20 foot. And then on our three phase, depending on the, the structure of the pole, is 30 foot
1: and that's a good width if you've got a limb that falls off or the tree bends as the wind's blowing
4: and that's why we're trying to remove some some of most of our uh, overhang we, we try to go more or less ground to sky we do that because we have a lot of pine trees in this area and you know anytime the wind blows they've got a lot of weak limbs if mm-hmm. you get any ice there's a lot of you know when it gets under that much tension there's a lot of pressure on it causes those limbs to break so by allowing us to do that we're eliminating a lot of those uh, hazards okay so uh the process you
0: you've got a you've right now you said you're in a six-year plan to uh to to make a, a trim plan sorry to, yes. to go out and, and and trim all these trees and debris and or
4: vegetation around a electrical line what can people expect when it's their turn well it starts off with uh, A phone call from North Central, it's automated. Uh, Usually there's a brief message attached. We always encourage our members to call us if they have any questions or concerns. So that's the first step. Um, Usually that process can be, we try to do the phone call about a month before we start doing the maintenance work. Sometimes it doesn't pertain to members that live in an underground subdivision, but it also may allow them to give them a little freedom to know, you know, that we have work going on in the area that maybe allows them to give them a, a few more minutes to adjust their work schedules um, just with the flow of traffic and everything that there are going to be workers in their area. Um, so. Basically, to start, like I said, we do we do an automated call. It'll, we try to do it four to five months, typically before the work uh, begins. Then we ask our service provider, who right now we're using Trees Incorporated, CNM Brush Hogging, Rainbow Tree Care Scientific, and Oxnard Land Clearing. And currently, uh, we have one other service uh, provider that we're trying to get approved right now. So there's about five different contractors that are doing different types of work for us. So when we turn it over to the service provider, they go in and they plan their own work, and they try to leave, leave notification cards for all of our members. And on that card is a contact uh, phone number and the person who is planning that work. So they try to do that typically two to three weeks before they start their work. Okay. And then we always, before we try to start work, we always try to give our, the member uh, you know, a courtesy knock on the door to let them know that we'll be in their area um, and on their property. Okay. And those contractors, are they've got identification as a North
1: Central contractor. They they can provide uh, any information to get it with us if, they, Mo- if a member has our, questions. Uh,
4: yes, most of all of our, our vendors will have an employee um, identification badge. Most of it is their company's identification badge. Mm-hmm. We have a couple supervisors for those co- companies that have North Central identification badges, okay. badges as well. Yeah. Good.
1: Right, so... And you know, and you're overseeing all of these contractors, but um, and North Central does not employ uh, any direct right of way workers. Correct.
4: Uh, we have no direct uh, tree crews at this time.
1: But you uh, you you've got some certifications in the business, right? You,
4: I, I have several. <laughs> I'm an ISA certified uh, arborist and ISA certified utility specialist. TCIA a tree care safety professional and i have my mississippi herbicide license and i'm debating whether or not to try to get my master arborist certification wow so yes so professor said <laughs> uh, hopefully that's a game plan right No, I, I would i wouldn't mind trying to teach a couple arboricultural classes at a couple community colleges in the area
1: so the bottom line is north central members your trees are in good hands with with our folks
4: we do our best and we try to uh, Trim to all proper uh, ANSI 300, the latest, I guess the latest and the greatest uh, International Society of Arbicultural Line Clearance spe- specs. Wow. I don't know what that word means, but. <laughs> it sounded. It sounds powerful. official, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, kind, we kind of basically, I, like I said, I said, we allow our, our, our vendors uh, to do that for us, and it makes my job a lot easier than what it okay. is. All
0: Good. right,
4: so we are approaching. I guess we're, we're officially in spring. Yeah, we're in spring. We're in spring. so we're in spring.
0: We'll be in summer. And Trees are growing. What? Trees are growing. So and then people are gardening and people are redoing gar- their gardens or you know adding to it. And so what kind of uh, tips would you give for people that are trying to? Well,
4: that? the one tip that I would like to give, uh, we notice it all the time and we try to stop, is first uh, really look at where you're planting your trees or your shrubs or your plants the right tree right place and a great place to find that information is uh the arbor day foundation you can get log on get on their website it'll give you a ton of information on the right tree in the right place so really look up also look around you because we've got a lot of underground utilities um you know, we're, we're a digital world, so, uh, you know, telecommunication lines are also underneath there, so mm-hmm. it really doesn't allow for trees to get very tall if you plant them uh, directly underneath the line. So the first thing I'd like to say is, you know, please look at where you're going to plant the tree. Realize how big it's actually going to get. And then the second tip that I want to give is about volcano mulching and how bad it is for your
0: mm-hmm.
4: trunk the, the trunk of the tree um, really, spread out your mulch evenly don't make that volcano shape and cover that trunk flare of the tree really just spread it nice and even around the tree it does not need to be up on the truck that just allows for a lot of insects and everything else you're exposing your tree to
0: okay Alright.
4: Did you have anything? For me? No, um, and just to add,
1: it May is Electrical Safety mm-hmm. Month, so when you're pruning trees uh, and using those aluminum aluminum ladders, it's, it's very important to... Yeah, uh, please
4: call us. Uh, <laughs> you, you'll probably see
0: me. I'd be happy to come yeah. out and look at it. 800 is the number you can call. You can ask for Jared himself. <laughs> His uh, personal address. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, um, But call us during our office hours and, and they can ask you for some help and if you're not there, you will call them back. You've been pretty good with communications. Yes. So.
4: <laughs> and, the, and the one thing that I would like to say too is our, to our members is, you know, as our, as our vendors are going out and doing the work, sometimes they can trim the trees uh, a little bit faster than they can clean it up. Uh, Try to be patient with this. Our our vendors do a really good job of of leaving you know notification cards that they are gonna come back and clean it up. Sometimes that turnaround is about twenty-four hours from the time they actually do the trimming. So if you come home and you do see debris, please try to give us about a day to get to get the brush picked up. Absolutely. but They can always call and make sure uh, what's going on. And, of
0: course, we the only time that we do outdo, outgoing calls at North Central is to let people know that there is going to be a visit from you or the contractors that you have or yes, uh, are working correct. with. Okay. All right.
1: That's...
0: All right. Well, thank you for joining us. <laughs> so, uh, we will Thanks be back in me. June. Thank you so much. Thanks.
3: North Central Infused is available on Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, and iTunes. Be sure to subscribe for the latest episodes.